Hi, welcome to Two Girls, One Journey. I'm Naya. I'm Gabby. Here we talk about all things kidney beans. And everything in between. Hey guys, it's Naya and Gabby with Two Girls, One Journey. What's up, what's up? Oh, this episode is going to be a little spicy. We're going to be discussing dating, marriage, and intercourse, aka the sexy time. Intercourse. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it PG. <laughs> we'll be talking about like how it's kind of serious, but also kind of funny. But um, we're gonna come from two different perspectives. I'm coming from the married perspective. Boo, girl, Boring. don't be jealous. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you don't be jealous. I'm marrying rich, girl. I can say something. I'm not gonna say shit. I'm just kidding. You know, I'm messing with you. You know, messing with you too, though. This is how we joke around, guys. Don't, don't. We love each other. We swear. Yeah, we do. We wouldn't be here if we did it. <laughs> Because we're kind of sassy together. Um, but she's like a Florida sassy. I'm like a New York sassy. So that's why I sound near. <laughs> Two opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> Literally, north and south. But anyways, um, I guess because like mine is not as spicy, like I guess, or funny. <laughs> but it is kind of serious, but funny at the same time. Anyways, I'm married. I'm going to be married for four years come November with my husband for a total of, I believe, eight years, actually. No, wait, today is, no, nine years. Oh, wow. Yeah, because this is 13, we met in 14. Yeah, a total of nine years together. I mean, sex is great. Sex is awesome. Um, I grew up in a house where, like, sex wasn't taboo, so I'm very open about sex and sexuality and things like that. Gabby's here giggling. You know, I believe in having great sex. I believe in, like, exploring yourself and, like, what you like, what you don't like. Me and my husband, like, had a great sex life. We still do, but with kidney disease, there was a decline in my libido, and at which point we didn't know what was going on. My husband was like, do you still love me? And I was like, well, he was my fiance at that time. And I was like, of course I love you, but I'm, like, literally exhausted, babe. Exhausted, and I'm also a firm believer, like, I'm not just gonna have sex because my partner wants to have sex. I'm not gonna enjoy it. He's gonna feed off of that. It's not gonna be good. It's not healthy, you know? So we would still have sex, but not as often as we would, you know, we were, we had a very healthy sex life. Before I knew I was sick and that's that's really what it was, the decline in libido. We were having sex twice a day or like once a day, depending on our schedule. Very active. Very regimented. No, not regimented, but we were, we were getting groovy, you know. Then come to find out that my kidneys are failing and obviously it was a whole different aspect of it. And it took us, it took me a while to get my libido back when I started dialysis, but I got it back to some extent. It wasn't as it was before, you know, and then I got on birth control too, which that shit fucks you up. (laughs) But I got it to make sure I wasn't getting pregnant and for like PCOS and all that stuff. Anyways, it was a struggle for me to feel sexy because like I had a catheter and I always felt bloated and I just, sex was fun and thank God I had a partner who was very understanding and he made it fun and he really would try to like make me feel beautiful. He'd hype me up. He's like, you're so beautiful. And you know, we would get the toys and we'd get the outfits and like sometimes you have to fake it to be- like, believe it. And that's okay if you have to have like that false confidence because at the end of the day, like whomever you're with, like sexually or you know, intimately or whatever. I think confidence is sexy. Confidence is basically key. Thank God I had that with him. For us, we made it work. And then now that I am transplanted, I was a little scared to have sex, I ain't gonna lie. Because I mean, lovemaking is nice, but there's also called that, you know, that. Fudging. Yes. Um, <laughs> there's also, I think there's different types of sex. So I was a little scared, uh, but we called it, like, oh baby, we're gonna have, um, we're gonna have viejito sex. So it's like old people sex. It's like, er, er. 
<laughs> but um, you know, so yeah, <laughs> she could like seal. <laughs> Gabby, okay. I'm just thinking of Chloe. <laughs> Chloe's her dog. I know. I don't. Well, you you made a noise, and that's what I thought of. Anyway. So you know, sex is something that like we're getting into a groove again. Like my libido's getting up there. My stamina. It's like, okay, what's up, cowgirl? What you doing today? <laughs> like, you know. But we're still taking it very easy because he was a living donor. He, you know, we did the paired exchange, so he's also healing, and I'm healing. And I was like, I'm scared to do X, Y, Z, but we work around it. For us, we've always had that connection, like spiritually, with like our sex. I feel like even more so, it's like heightened, if that makes sense, because of like what we've gone through and like. The good and the bad so there's like that aspect to it but yeah girl sex is great sex is possible <laughs> gabby's tummy needs some <laughs> some 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 but anyways um I need something in there <laughs> Gabby, <laughs> you know it's good to have that communication verbal physical with your partner and talk about it and know that there's going to be a little bit of a decrease and that happens to everybody because some people have a very healthy sex life or you know or very consistent sex life but as long as you're open with your partner and you communicate i think that's really important from that get your toys be spicy do it in cars do it outside i don't know be jane and What's the guy called? Jane and Tarzan. There we go. Wow, I couldn't remember his name. You know, so just like have fun with it, you know, talk to your partner, talk to whoever you're having like intercourse with. <laughs> sex shouldn't be a taboo thing is what I'm trying to get at. But it's kind of like my thing with sex. I don't know how much more, like, do you have any questions for me? Like, I don't know. Like, um, I don't know. Do you have any spicy stories? Uh, like funny spicy stories? Oh, I mean, me and my husband laugh a lot during sex because we're so stupid. <laughs> But then we get back to business. Well, that's like how you know you're doing it right, though. Yeah, we're, in, we're comfortable. Like, I don't know what that I can share. <laughs> I don't know, because I don't know what he'd be comfortable with. Like, he's also very open, too, but, like, I have to be respectful of that. Anything you'd like to try that you haven't? Uh, the Mile High Club. Because now Facts. I'm thinner, so I could probably feel a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> I don't but, know, that sounds so, like, scary, though. Like, what if you get caught? I mean... Like, one thing I do is kick you off the airplane if you're the <laughs> big thing. Okay, we're all going down. No. We're blending this plane. Don't make me land this plane. Like, arrest me afterwards. At least I did it. But I really went to the Mile High Club. So if anyone has any techniques, if I got to pay someone, like, here's a hundred bucks. Just watch the door. Like, a flight attendant. Like... Well, there's two bathrooms, so... Yeah. Just be, like, taking your shit. Sorry. I feel... Yeah. Just get some, like, fart spray with you. Like, yeah, it's like no one comes around I want to do that. I want to do the deed, like, outside, but, like... Like a Viking? No. No, because I don't want no ants in my cooch. But I would like to do it on, like, our car, but, like, the hood of the car. We don't necessarily... Like, if we get caught, YOLO. If we don't, YOLO. Like, who cares? Just, like, that spontaneity of it. I think on the beach in a tent would be nice, so you don't get sand up in your... Yeah, Something but that's too much planning. You also want to be a little spontaneous, but it's true. Um, We're trying to talk about sex. <laughs> so, Gabby's so giggly. You should see her. She's so red. My version is super like simple because it was I was with like a, my husband or like a long term partner, so that's why I think it's cut throw like not cut throw. It's cut dry. Is that the same? Yes. Uh, cut and dry. There we go. <laughs> so I want to preface this where. For um, if you're my parents or anybody that I have been with in the past, please 
disregard anything I'm saying because I will roast you. Like, just go to another episode or don't even listen. Like, I just please don't listen to this for the love of God. Anyway, so growing up, it wasn't really talked about in my house. It wasn't really, like, a thing. It wasn't until, like, maybe when I was a teenager, my dad left and, you know, me and my mom became, like, close like that because, you know, I had the lost boys living at my house. That's a whole other story. Um, but she obviously knew I was sexually active, but I was on birth control at 12 years old, but only because my periods were so bad. Yeah. Um, like you said, like, it's kind of a struggle to feel sexy when you have tubes coming out of your body. So it's, like, hard. Um, but with my one... And another thing to me, too, is, like, I was telling you this before, like, sex to me always kind of felt like a chore. Like, I had to do it um, because of the literal boys that I was with. Um, so your experience wasn't that, like, of a healthy experience no not at all and so like now that I'm like coming into myself at like 30 years old like I have no idea like what the hell I like well I mean I know I don't like obviously but like I don't know so I feel like now is like time for like experimentation but at the same time like who wants to experiment with like a sick person you know is how I'm feeling why aren't we talking about how like sometimes you gotta also be careful because people like have fetishes for that yeah that is like I mean, not for nothing, me and my last boyfriend, we were together for seven years, seven years, and we um, we had sex all the time, like, when I was doing, like, my PD and stuff, like, we were really careful, obviously, and, like, I'd be like, hey, watch out, you're on my lines, <laughs> like, you know, like, communication, still was kind of like, what? So, if he, like, inseminated you, did that get cleaned out of <laughs> like... Huh. I don't know. That's a good question. Because, like, it's fluid. I feel yeah. really stupid, but it's a genuine question. I asked you the other day if swallowing is fluid intake. Yeah, but I don't think it's a lot, depending on your partner. I don't. I would hope not. Anywho, doodle So I lost my virginity right before my 17th birthday. Like, literal days before my 17th birthday. Um, For Valentine's no, it was after. Yeah, my birthday's the 10th, so yeah, like- I was going to California, and I, my, my dumbass, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it back. Oh my god, the drama. I know, what the fuck? Anyway, yeah. so it happened, and I think I told you this, but I'm alright with everybody knowing. I actually had sex before I had my first kiss. That was fun. Yeah. It was an experience. I do everything backwards in my life. Ask Naya. <laughs> I mean, it happens, I guess, especially when you're young and don't know what to do. Um, I'm comfortable talking about pretty much everything, It's which is funny because I wasn't really comfortable talking about this until, like, recently. I wonder um, why. But probably because of my experiences. PTSD. No, I got a vibrator, and it's a damn good one. I love that thing. Like, it's so much better than any damn man. Because, let me tell you, the dating pool is rough. Like, my last prospect is a literal child, and he's annoying anyway. But Wait, there's like, is, do I know of them? Yes. Okay. Is it the north one? Yes. Like the weird one? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. It's the one three really. like. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, like, I don't know. I don't understand men, bro. Like, 
How many, I don't know, man, they're just, how many dick pics could you possibly send a day? I just feel like the, we're, like women aren't as visual like men in that sense. Like, we're stimulated differently. So yeah, like, we're like, we want to see it to believe it. Or right. like, like, what to do, bugaboo? Like, <laughs> or I'm talking like when I was like dating and stuff like that. Just like, what does it do? Like, I used to trick guys and like send like my eyes or like my elbow. Like, <laughs> and some of them actually fell for it. So I'm like, what the fuck? I'm not that stupid. I was like, are you sure? <laughs> they are though. So you know how we were talking the other day, right? And you said, um, shit, what did you say? I say a lot. Oh, okay, so you know how the other day I told you, like, one of my least favorite parts of sex is, like, the whole foreplay and kissing thing? Yes. I think it's because it was more like I never had that, and it was kind of just, like, get to the deed and get the deed done, and it was like... Yeah, like, you had very selfish and mature lovers. Yeah, I think the last person I slept with was like the most like concerned about me if that makes sense more giving yeah more giving um it was like you know it was like give and take i guess yeah so it was a different experience for me but he's very annoying <laughs> most men are this is why like i've been trying all the dating apps but like i get so annoyed so easily like i'm gonna be forever alone because i cannot didn't you tell me the other day maybe i should try playing for the other game <laughs> i did <laughs> but like I don't, okay, but realistically, with everything going on right now, fuck wants to have sex. Plenty of people do. Well, I got my vibrator and I'm happy with it, so. <laughs> I mean, you're a strong, independent woman, but, like, the warmth of a man and whoever you're into, like, there's, like, that physical element. Like, did you name your vibrator? No. Like, think good. There's the whole, just kidding. There's just, we're joking. I don't know, like, there's that aspect. Yeah, because those times when I was, like, single and I had dry spells. I understand, too, like, not wanting, just not wanting it. Because you could, like, self-satisfy. But, like, at the same time, like, sometimes you're just really busy. <laughs> like, I mean, it's not that I don't. I want it. I just, like, I'm not comfortable. Like, I need to be friends or, like, have some sort of relationship with the person that I'm with. Not even, like, a relationship relationship. Like, we can just be best friends and, like, fuck. Like, that's fine. Acquaintanceship, maybe. Yeah. I just don't see me, like, oh, swipe, swipe. Oh, let's fuck. Okay, bye. Like. And that's that's okay. Like, when we've spoken off the podcast, like, that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's just not me. I I don't do that. I mean, I I did it twice. Once. I don't know. Yeah. But, but I don't like it. <laughs> but you've done it multiple times and you don't like it, but do you don't like it because of how it makes you feel or just because, like, because sometimes women feel like it's just like, ooh. No, it really felt like or... shameful to me. Like, my first time, it was so shameful. Mostly, I don't know. But I mean, they were never mean to me. Like, both my one night stands, they were like, oh, you can stay. It wasn't like, okay, bye. So, I mean, I thought that was nice because they could have been like, see a bitch. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you also know that you could do that, too. Like, there's this, like, double standard. And I understand, like, for women, it's a little bit harder, like, class and things like that. But, like, you gotta be classy or whatever. But at the same token, like, you could be sexually, like, you can be liberated. And I think that, like, you coming into yourself and finding what you like and don't like, I think that's empowering, you know? And I feel like there's nothing to be ashamed of. And I think that, like owning who you are in all aspects is an awesome thing you know and i just feel like i think obviously i come in from a different perspective like i grew up in a home that like with my mom like my dad is obviously super like conservative but my mom i lived with my mom my parents are divorced so like she did a lot of like that raising and those talks but i come from a different perspective 
you know, I had my phone, but yeah, I was like, I'm, I, there's always a part of me, like, oh, I'm going to keep my body count low. I think that um, it was always behind the back of my brain, you know, but I still, like, at the end of the day, like, it's no one's business what I'm doing. That's true. Only the people that I'm intimate with. Back to the libido talk, like, prior to when I had my transplant, I didn't have a high libido, to be honest. Like, I wouldn't, I, like, masturbating to me was, like, ill when I was, like, younger. Okay, and that's a lie. I think I used to in, like, middle school and high school. But, like, once I got into relationships, and I, like, I wouldn't. And, like, they would be like, oh, play with yourself. Let me watch. And I'm like, that's weird. I don't like that. See, but I also think it's because who you were with. Like, honestly, like, that shit's fun. That's foreplay. That's kinky. Like, it's a turn on. Like, it's like, ooh, like, let's do it together and, like, go from there. Like, you know, it's like foreplay. But I think it goes back to perhaps, like, your partners, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I can see that. I haven't had great ones. So, I'll tell you the story about how I lost my virginity. I was obsessed with this dude my freshman year of high school. Give him a fake name if it's easier. I'll call him Jack. We'll call him Jack. So I was obsessed with Jack, Jack in high school. Rose. <laughs> I met Jack um, my freshman year because, actually I don't remember, it was in my ninth period. Anyway, I was in love like the first time, like you know that teenage kind of love. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> when I saw him. And like, oh, I don't, I don't even, like, you know, teenage love, whatever. So we started hanging out and he would come to my house and sleep over all the time. And at the time I had a gay best friend who lived with me. Actually, they pretty much all lived with me at one point, but my gay best friend was in the bed with me. And so we're doing our thing and my friend, um, Pop, I'll call him Pop, turns over and he's like, um, I'm awake and I'm here. And I'm like, oh, well, that's awkward. So Jack plops on me like he's a fucking possum and starts snoring like like nobody's going to fucking notice. So that's a funny story. But yeah, no, it's just like, it's funny how like I don't have a partner and I don't really have any prospects, but like my libido is up now. And also like, I don't know if you experience this, but like I get hella horny on my period. Oh yeah. Yeah, it totally happens. Like... It's almost like I'm a feral damn cat. It's like ridiculous. Sean knows I'm extra nice to him. <laughs> it's like, it is time. <laughs> it is time. Um, I told you all my stories. Do you think there's any more I should tell? You wanted to have this topic, girl. Come on. Okay, jump into the dating aspect of it. So, like, what's stopping you from dating? Like, what really is it? Men. <laughs> okay, men, but then there has to be a point that maybe I'm the problem. Like... Well, maybe, because, like, I literally swipe no to everybody over the most minor things. It, I'm so... I don't... Like, it could be a name that I don't like. But is that because subconsciously you're like, I just don't want to be bothered? Or, like, you're just in your head about certain things? Well, probably both, because I also, like, read the profiles. And, like, I do take the time to read it. And if I don't like what they have to say, I'm like, bye. Bye. But that's, like, 90%. Like, there's very few that I actually swipe right on. But then what are what are you looking for then? Like what's the criteria for you? Like what you look for in a partner? I wish I could tell you. So then what what I are the top five, ten things you can think of that makes you swipe? I don't know how I don't know how it works. Like swipe right or swipe left? Swipe the no. I don't know what it is. No? To know like, to a person. To know. Yeah, like it could be their name, it could be the way they look, it could be that they have kids, it could be 
something as simple as like I don't like their shirt or their shoes. Like, so then why are you why are you so materialistically judgy? I don't. It's. I think I just look for reasons. To be honest, to be like, that's no. what I was getting at though. Probably, I probably just look for reasons. Well, the whole kid thing. Like, don't people if you're listening, don't get offended. But there's just people who don't want to date people who have kids because it's a Right. And it's it's not that I don't like kids. I love kids. I just I'm, with my own situation right now, I think that'd be too much. Yeah, that's totally fair. So that's my only reason. So don't come at me. I do love kids. I used to be a preschool teacher. Honestly, the last people like I'm back on the dating apps now, but like the last person I swiped on, like I don't remember matching with. But then we talked for like a month, and then we met up, did our thing, and went our separate ways. And I mean, we still talk, but. Okay, there you go. You had a technically a one-night stand. Yeah. So you have the capability of very much doing it because he could have, you guys could have not spoken afterwards. That's true. Going back to like why you do that, maybe this isn't the greatest time because I feel like I asked the questions multiple times, multiple different ways because I feel there's just something like either subconsciously you don't want to say or like you don't want to deal with. So like, I don't know if you're comfortable getting there. We can no, go there fine. if you want. Yeah, that's fine. Where are we going? What's really, what's really the root of it? I think I honestly just don't want to be bothered. I just look for a reason. I don't know. Maybe I'm hoping that like, you know, I'll get a spark or something and I'll be like, oh, that's my person. But I don't think that's how that works. It could work, but I think that's also maybe not a net. The word isn't naive, but the aspect of um, dialysis. But like, I think maybe too, I think that my perspective from the conversations we've had is that like between your past experiences with relationships in general, not just intimacy, but then dealing with chronic illness, I think there's a combination of all of that, that I think that you either find ways, and I think there's a duality within you because it's like, yeah, I'm grown, I have physical needs, but I also want an emotional connection too, but I don't know if I could, it's like, I feel like you want that, but you also want to have fun because you know that could take time to find. Yeah. Fair. If that makes any sense, no, I, that I makes sense. Wrong. No, you're right. Um, it does take time to find. But I also like, like I've told you too. Like, I'm so particular that like once I get my mindset on a certain person, and I wish I was like this with all aspects of my life, but it's like I can only focus on that one fucking person. And like I said, I wish I could do this in my life because I would get so much shit done. You would. Gabagus, Like if. I, I'm not even kidding. Like, if I could put that and pertain that to my life, I would get so much shit done. But, like, and it pisses... Like, the, I think this is why it pisses me off so much is because I've never... Everybody that I've always wanted, I got. And I want this person, but they don't want me. And I'm like... But that's life, no matter no, what. No, I, I know, I know. But I also think you were, like, a kid. And I think part of you, no offense, still has that kid mentality when it comes to dating. Yeah. You're right. I think that's what it comes down to, too, that, like, you have to think of it differently. You're no longer 18, 19, 20. You're a damn Serious older. relationships scare me, though, but I think it's because I was in a serious relationship so young. Yeah, but you're also in a very unhealthy relationship. Why? Let's be honest. Why were you with the ex he who should not be named? Why? If, because he looked like JB? No, there were more reasons to it. Actually, this is what I was talking yesterday. Um, a memory post. <laughs> I don't. I, I. He wasn't all bad. A memory came up on my Facebook that I posted seven years ago, um, right when I got sick, because he was there to per, as a, for a good portion of it. He would. He 
no matter how much shit I talk about him, yes, we we're both toxic to each other, but there was a point where he would be at that hospital with me day and night, wake up, shower, go to work, and come right back to the hospital, mm-hmm. even after working all day. So I know that there was some, there had to be some sort of like, you know, reciprocity or whatever the word is there, like love, love. and care, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and I've said that to you, like, uh, I, I said that, like, there was something there, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, I was going through my own thing, and I, I was young, I was sick, I was selfish. Um, you know, I didn't handle it very well. I lashed out a lot, and it wasn't exactly fair to him. And it's great that you can recognize that. We've had, guys, we've had this conversation off camera. Or yeah. Recording. I've actually apologized <laughs> to him, and from what I know, we're cordial, so... Yeah, if we ever saw each other in public, I mean, I think I'd say hi. Yeah, because we had a conversation, and if I'm going to bring it up if you don't yeah, bring it up, I did it Go for it. But we were at a park one day talking, and I was like, I told her to take, we're talking about, like, events and things we've had in our past, and I was like, hold up a second. You're talking about this person from seven years ago. He may not be that person anymore. It's all about the perspective, too. You know, like, you guys have both grown. You've said your piece, which is great. You could be acquaintances, but, like, you know, especially when you're, when we're talking, we go so back in time. It's like, you have to realize that you guys are both not those people anymore. I'm just saying. No, he's grown like, and I've grown. That's exactly what I'm saying. So it's like, you know, and I think you hold on to a lot of that in your life because it was such a pivotal moment in your life. Like it was it just. Was. That was a huge part of my yeah. life. That whole, I mean, we were together seven years. So like what half of it was me not sick so I mean those were great but you know once I got sick a lot of our fights were like I didn't consider him which okay I didn't but to be fair what was I considering I barely considered myself yeah I was going through my own shit I was very depressed at the time like like severely depressed um I had no libido so that was an argument he was like we don't even have the sex same drive sex same drive the same sex drive to stay together and that, honestly, that was like the worst point in my life. Like, I'm embarrassed by that, to be completely honest, because that was like, I literally got on my knees and begged. And that was like so, like looking back on it now, and I'm like, that was so embarrassing. Yeah, it's. I think there was a lot of it was like you guys were both so young, and I think like you guys didn't have like a great understanding of like everything happening. Plus, no, we didn't have, you know, idols that emulated a perfect relationship either he came from divorced parents i came from divorced parents you know his parents hate each other mine hate each other true but like at the same time like i think the more that the that too is a big part of it but i also just think that you guys were really young and like let's be honest like at that point i don't know about him but for you it's comfortability comfortability but you also didn't you can eat that he was part of your life but like that transition to the failure again is like was a whole other world oh yeah you went from comfortable to uncomfortable like this like super fast so i think that's what it was so like but at the same time like maybe him as a partner couldn't understand because like yeah sex is important but right now like your health is important and you guys have to communicate and that goes both ways you know what you're mentioning going back to like my marriage 
Has it been easy? No, it's taken a toll, like, in the sense of, like, we have to learn how to recommunicate, how to talk to each other. Yeah, I'm maybe with my depression and anxiety wasn't the easiest to deal with, or, like, I didn't want to do anything with my depression, you know? But then, too, like, my husband, like, I have to understand that he has his own fears and issues, and we talk about it. Like, we talk about everything. Like, we're very open. But, like, it's not easy. So, like, guys, going back to my story, it hasn't been easy, trust me. But overall, it hasn't been that. Because I think, again, like, we're two grown adults. We've been together. We know each other well. Like, we got together when we were 22, almost turning 23, basically. Now we're 31, (laughs) you know? So we've grown together through all of this. So it's different when you're young, you know? Because cognitively, I don't think it's really, like, being processed you know, right no, well. Not at all. In my church, they say um, to, shit, what did they say? What did you just said about how you and John have been talking? and Communicating. You know, oh, so, and I think it comes back to, too, like, okay, so growing up, I didn't know that you could communicate without yelling. I just found that out, like, a year or two ago when I started working at the preschool and, you know, and it's not even like, cause every school that I, I've been in the school, you know, working for a while and every time somebody, you know, a kid wouldn't listen, it's yelling. Or every time I'm at my house, it's yelling, it's constant yelling. And so I think I brought that into it too. So that obviously didn't help. And he was the same way. So like when we would fight, we couldn't just be like, well, blah, 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 blah. It was like, that all the time like yeah I was ready to throw hands and so was he yeah so So, like basically like you've never had like a full unhealthy relationship correct so basically like your future decisions and experiences you kind of base it off of the past and it's been 70 years right yeah so So like trauma trauma central I think we've spoken about it recently girl I think I think you've come to like the realization that like we Maybe my past experiences really weren't the greatest experiences. No, like, yeah. talking to you, you totally opened my eyes to that because you showed me that that's not how it's supposed to be. Yeah. And it makes so much sense now why I'm not, like, I don't want to say I'm not sex positive, if that's, like, a, is that a word? Sex positive? Yeah, like, sex positive or sex liberated. But or I'm also, like, liberated. not against it. It's You're kind of Switzerland right now. Yeah, I'm like Switzerland. Yeah. I'm like in the middle. Like I believe it could be something great with the perfect person. So it could be great even without a perfect person because I think I also said like before, there's different types of sex, right? There's gonna be the sex that like rearrange my uterus. Yeah, like there's like angry sex, there's makeup sex, there's like love making, and you know, it, you also have to find like I think you have to experience different sexes if that makes sense or just to experience sex in general to know what you like and don't like and then to also see what you want in a partner if you your long term is goal you know like long term relationship or partnership is your goal because sex should evolve and you have to because it's easy to get comfortable in a routine with sex you have to find someone who like matches you oh my god did you take the bdsm test i didn't take i didn't send it to you no you should we'll do it before we go you have to find someone you're compatible with but in order to do that you have to have experience you know there, there's those few people who like meet instantly and, like, send me your resumes no <laughs> i'm taking your applications <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dick locations or 
something's definitely on her mind. But, um, <laughs> I'm hungry. But I think this what's on my mind. But, like, I think that, um, you know, you know, there's a lot going on. But then going back to, like, chronic illness, you know, it's possible to have sex. It's very healthy. And if you're single, get a toy. You know, do what you got to do. Just be healthy. And also, too, what I want to talk about, sex comes with great responsibility, like Spider-Man says. Like, please be responsible with sex. Be very, like, talk to your partners about STDs, get checked, even if you're not sexually active. Like, always get tested because some diseases are, like, latent. Um, So just, like, be very, like, responsible. Like, sex is great, sex is pleasurable, but be very responsible with it because that comes to pregnancies. And I've always said, like, this may sound wrong and people may think, like, I'm, like, loosey-goosey, but I'm not. Like, it takes two to tango, right? So, like, you can't always expect a man to have the condom or, like, you should carry one too. Like, you have to be, like, an advocate for yourself in all ways. So don't pull a Yabby and don't raw, don't raw duck on the first day. So. <laughs> so, look, everyone has their moments, guys. Okay? But the whole point is, like, it's it's okay to, like, still, like, find yourself again sexually with chronic illness, whether you're with someone long-term or single, like, you know, it goes to the whole factor that the illness isn't you, it's a part of you, um, and I think sex is a part of overall health, you know, and, you know, there's different types of sex, there's, like, spiritual sex and community, there's just, like, there's, I don't know, there's oral, there's different kinds of stuff, you know, like, sex is great. So my whole thing is be safe, be you, communicate, consent, I know that's consent, it's important. I don't know, enjoy it. Gabby, is there anything else you want to say, like, add on and talk about? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay, so I guess this- Red flags? You would- Well, we don't have enough time, but oh, okay. we'll drop that down. We'll finish it up later. So with that being said, guys, bye from two spices. Bye, two spices. <laughs>